Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here, and we've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the newly crowned August Absurdity Champion once again returning to the top of the show, the king of the show, David Fleming. David, say hey. Hey. All right. Man, oh man, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, Game That Tune, episode 306. Um, and if you're just joining us, uh, what we do on this show is listen to video game tunes. Uh, we've each brought three songs from a game. We try to guess each other's games based on songs, a little bit of trivia. We, uh, we goof off. We have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner of uh august absurdity was uh david fleming so david got to the team for tonight's uh episode so um david you fancy yourself a podcaster um i do fancy myself a podcaster all right then uh, you get to tell them what the theme is for uh tonight's episode so the theme for the episode, um, going back to the previous... Hey, let me stop you right there, man. I want to talk to you about what happened last week on August Absurdity, man. I want to talk to you about the ending of that fucking episode. Can um, I ask a question real quick? No. <laughs> David, I don't care about New Super Mario Brothers 2. I don't. fact of the matter is, I haven't cared about New Super Mario Brothers 2 in the decades since it came out, man. I don't care about it one bit. I don't care... Goddamn, that uh, game's 10 years old. Don't care about what system it's on. I don't care who plays it. I don't care if you've played it. Johnny's played it. Don't give a fuck about New Super Mario Brothers 2. And, you know, it just gripes my ass. The fact of the matter is that we have a show here that's being run by children. Uh, children that just, you know, I don't know, come up with, uh, come up with new gimmicks out of nowhere. You know, this, uh, this whole Coach Johnny routine. Um, and then, you know, guys like you, David, you empty-headed fuck that says that new Super Mario Bros. 2 was heavily marketed on Super Mario Bros. 3 nostalgia. You know, it's, uh, it's fucking embarrassing that I have to be here saying this at the, uh, the end of August. The fact of the matter is that while while new super mario brothers 2 may have brought back the leaf and the raccoon tail rather than a tanuki suit the fact of the matter is it was never heavily marketed on nostalgia for those things it was coins that was all, that was all it ever was and you know the fact that i have to sit up here and say this it's fucking embarrassing anyway david what's the theme for tonight's episode 
I'm sorry, John, were you speaking? I, I couldn't hear you because of my August absurdity crown shining so much, making too much noise. Um, I believe you're asking about the theme. The theme for this week is uh, shooting games, games in which you can shoot. And Johnny, so help me if you picked a hockey game. Hey, uh, Johnny's not going to bite me after the show to us, is he? I, I've I always wasn't... said, man, if you got a problem with the theme, fucking my door is always open. Take it up with me. So, uh, Johnny, uh, David, if you got a problem with Johnny picking a hockey game for a game in which you shoot, then uh, I'd say, uh, you know, take it up with Johnny. I did not not pick a hockey game. Right. Man, I could really go for a big pile of baked goods right about now. Um, so anyway, yeah, we've uh, we've got five fantastic games. We've got three empty-headed fucking dumb fucks that picked the uh, games for this episode. And uh, God, it's just fucking embarrassing. You know, guys, you know, I, I got to keep doing this show with you pricks. Um and uh, the fact of the matter is, we've got, got a great fan request tonight, and uh, you know we're just gonna we're just gonna keep doing the show with pricks. So Johnny, I think we just gotta jump right into game one. Game one.
All right, so this game, uh, at the end of each level... Hey, Jesse. Yes. I'm better than Moses. Oh. Okay, thank you. Uh, Damn. uh, (laughs) He fucking got your ass. (laughs) He showed me. Man, Johnny going into business for himself, man. God, we need we need a in your goddamn life to deserve that. I know. We need it. We need a a shirt. This is better than Moses. It has Johnny's face on it. Picture dick boss. Yeah. All right. So uh, the end of each level in this game, uh, the player is given a ranking, and um, these rankings um, from lowest to highest are chicken hero sexy hero ultra sexy hero and super ultra sexy hero once upon a time a blue-eyed boy from the old west learned one of life's cruelest lessons that evil was bigger than his gun so he followed the footsteps of a mysterious master to the far east where he learned the secrets of the sword and came back home with the heart of a gunman and the soul of a samurai. Johnny had a dream of being the biggest hero round. There wouldn't be an enemy that he could not go down with a gun. Then one day Johnny met his match and turned his world around. He changed his name and learned the Shogun way of life. Finally made it, my 
some answers um, so uh, John and David got the correct answer with Rising Zan and Johnny got the answer I put in the, uh, the <laughs> property so he would think he was doing a funny thing and oof damn it god he got fucking chair shot right there so much for better than Moses baby you can't even yeah. tell when you've given fake metadata <laughs> I mean, Johnny, I appreciate you looking at the metadata, but the last song literally says Rising Zan. What did Samurai you think Gun. this game was? Samurai Gunman. Rising Zan, the Samurai Gunman. So so did David and John get it right? Yes, yes. I thought he was saying Rising Sun. Yeah. You know, uh, the subtitle for Red Steel 2. Right. So, the subtitle, of course, is Rising Zan, the Samurai Gunman. <laughs> This game freaking rules. Um, I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, I had never heard of this game, and I was over on this uh, this Blockbuster video, and I was looking at the different games that, or that they had. Uh, they had these weird uh, games off for PlayStation that I've never seen before, and there was this one, and I was like, huh, I like Samurai. Um, gunmen are okay, I guess. Um, let's see what this is. And freaking, it's it. It reminds me of like a like a Devil May Cry before one of those games existed, but on the PlayStation. Because like you got a sword in one hand and you got a revolver in the other hand. And oh, I guess the revolver has like infinite ammo because I was never running out of ammo. Um, and so like it's real like over the top, like you're chopping ninjas in half and stuff. And like you're shooting them, and they explode into little like giblets. It's it's really really cool. Um, and at the end of each stage, you have to mash all the buttons on the controller like as, as fast as you can. And then like you do this like crazy like uh, like finishing move to the boss. And and there's like this um, it'll do this like kind of stinger song real quick and be like Johnny No More because <laughs> that's the name of his gun this gun is named Johnny No More not sure why um, they probably explain it okay. in the game but like like there's so much DNA in this game that like you see in other games like I said Devil May Cry there's got like it reminds me of God Hand or like uh, No More Heroes but like this is like the first game like that that I've played like it's very actiony and like you're swinging your sword, you doing you do this one ability, and it makes your sword get bigger and you can attack faster and stuff. 
it's it's crazy it's it's a really really cool playstation game um so this is like japanese samurai action combined with western gunslinger is this basically just like sergio leone spaghetti western the game kind of if so <laughs> i need to play this it, it yeah you're like a like this cowboy dude and like you see some bad stuff go down and you can't you know defend against it and so you go and learn how to i guess be a samurai and but you're still like knowing how to shoot so you go back to the old west to where you know you live and uh you start taking out the trash it's it's, i guess they've started like these weird i want to say they're from space because they mentioned space oh good uh and they're like ninjas and um so like they just like drop like these castles down in the middle of these like west uh western you know cities and they have like cannons and stuff on them it's like really like ridiculous it's it's pretty great it sounds pretty awesome david i just real quick want to go back i know that you said you mentioned like sergio leone like I know he ripped off samurai movies to make some of those westerns, but was there ever actually a Sergio Leone or anybody that made a like a western with samurai elements? Or I'm I mean kind of like the Magnificent Seven was basically like a western remake, but like yeah, but like a movie that had cowboys with samurai swords. Sadly, I don't believe so. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure I didn't know about or like I. You know, wasn't missing out on something amazing. Uh, I was no, like, if that wait, existed, that is <laughs> definitely something that I would have immediately sent to you. I think I know samurai movies. I think I know cowboy movies. But I don't know that I know an intersection point of those. Uh, at least not back in those days. So, um, I think yeah, the closest but, is like Kill Bill 2. Yeah. Or The That's Last a, Samurai. It's true. A lot of cowboys. <sighs> I mean, I don't know because you do have white people in ancient Japan, but there are no revolvers. Mm-hmm. There's um, that super edgy, uh, there's that Western Django movie that came out. They, there are revolvers. Johnny, have you seen The Last Samurai? Not in a long, long time. Okay. Because, like the end battle, spoiler for Johnny, like they fight a bunch of people with like guns and stuff, and so I'm sure some of them had revolvers, and they those samurai get fucking mowed down yeah um, yeah i make a point to say they got mowed down by machine guns though so why well, it was like a gatlin gun they were like, well, like world like war one era of, stuff like the cowboy era also the death of samurais it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not a great uh, not, a, not a very like uplifting finish to that movie <laughs> it's it's also a movie where like tom cruise teaches japanese people how to be japanese so like i tend to forget and push aside large portions of that movie. Right. That does he do that? I thought that's just what he, he does in that movie. Yeah, I thought they but, taught him. No, like, they teach him and then he like helps um Ken Watanabe like die in graceful peace according to tradition and then all the Japanese people who are like part of the western army like take their hats off and like bow down in respect and everything is like why is why is Tom Cruise teaching the Japanese to be oh. Japanese? <laughs> teach him how to die like a Japanese person. It's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's plenty of reasons to be offended by The Last Samurai. But anyway, um, 
And we're going to break it all down for you tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's just shift over to that movie commentary we've been meaning to do. we got a lot of things to say about The Last Samurai. Jeez, uh, here we go. Okay, <laughs> I just, I just want to put it out there, and I realize me putting it out there means it will go on a poll, but I really don't want to do a commentary for The Last Samurai. David, why would you do that to yourself, man? <laughs> so now there's no poll. Uh, we're going to watch The Last Samurai tomorrow night. <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah, it's happening, baby. Uh, everybody dresses your favorite Tom Cruise character and come prepared to oh my God. takes on The Last Samurai. Just going to wear boxers like a risky business. Mm-hmm. That's so. boxers and a like button-down shirt, though. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting there. So it's not just boxers. Well, I was trying to tease the listeners. Okay. <laughs> God. Anyway. Um, Jesse, is there anything else on Rising Zan, the Samurai Gunman, this game that sounds incredibly dope and we all should have played it by now? I, you know, if you're like, here's a whole bunch of money and you could, like, remaster some game from 1999 on PlayStation, I was like, that's very specific rules, but Rising Zan is my pick. Word. Game two.
All right, well, uh, stall for a second. Why we on David to get back here? So, um, what's the story of like? Why did I say I'm better than Moses? Am I really better than Moses? That was just a line from a promo on Dynamite tonight. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. really. I thought it was funny, and I thought it would be funny coming from you. Okay. It's a hot one. <laughs> uh, yeah, big uh, big time heel in AEW came back uh, for the first time in three months. And his usual thing is that he's better than you and you know it. But then he uh, he made reference to Moses and he's like, yeah, but I'm better than Moses. <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> Take that, Moses. <laughs> Man. Uh I mean, what has Moses done lately? You know. Right, I'm saying. It, you know, it's a safer thing to say than like bigger than Jesus. Bigger oh, than yeah. Jesus in trouble. Better than Moses? Yeah, no debate. It's Old Testament shit. Nobody cares about that. Right, exactly. All so, right. Moses is washed up. <laughs> despite parting the seas, he's very washed up. <laughs> I'm sorry, are we ready for guesses or no, uh, I was gonna give out okay. some trivia here. Alright, so um Cyberpunk themes are very influential in this game, but the creator became frustrated with the cyberpunk aesthetic refusing to evolve and continuing to be a reflection of the 1980s. Uh, so his goal is to have this game be a reflection of the modern era, and he has opted to use the term shitty future to categorize the game. got them answers okay let's see so uh john i'm actually having a hard time reading yours uh mindy baker's uh, <laughs> mindy's bakery <laughs> oh my is, god uh, is really good it's uh, it's closed on mondays and tuesdays though uh that's not right uh david says jet set radio future that's not right and jesse says umarangi generation which is correct Bless you. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that first song is a remix of a song from Jet Set Radio. So how is this not Jet Set Radio Future? Because uh, 
because it's Imran Degeneration. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay. That's <laughs> all the information I need to know. <laughs> the other tunes do matter, David. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a first-person uh, shooting game, as in photography shooting. Uh, God damn it. I <laughs> knew Johnny was going to pick a, a photo game. I just didn't know which one it was going to be. I got to give it up, Johnny. I take everything back. Everything bad I said about you being an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck that goes into business for himself. That's a touch of genius, baby. <laughs> but, man. Yeah. I, I would say good work. But, uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's too good to be a work. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just good shoot. <laughs> oh, but uh, yes. Yeah. So this is a first-person uh, photography game. Um, you're in the near future in New Zealand. Uh, the United Nations have has like walled off the entire country of New Zealand from the rest of the world, and there's an alien invasion. And it's being told through things you photograph. Like as you go around, you get basically an assignment to go photograph things. Um, and as you're photographing things, you find like flyers and stuff like that. It tells you the story of what's going on. And, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's, a uh, you'll be given a task, like go photograph 10 solar panels and you have to figure out how to line up a shot that has 10 solar panels in it. Um, and you get to really mess with the photos you take. Like you can adjust exposure and contrast and tint settings and all, all that fun stuff. Uh, so you get to kind of pretend that you're actually out like shooting photos. Uh, and, and you get to, you know, I don't know if you can crop them, but I know you can definitely do all kinds of like little adjustments, you know, and all that. No crop? Come on. <laughs> like, so what kind of photo shooting game is this? So is this basically just beyond good and evil with less stick fighting? Um, I don't know what beyond good and evil is, so I can't answer the question. David, it's a David, combination David. photography game and stick fighting. You, you can't you can't just ask Johnny if he's played a game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, or imply that he has played a game enough to know the pre like prevalent combat style of a obscure game from almost twenty years ago. Okay, is this just Pokemon Snap but with fewer creatures? No, because you get to actually go around on your own in this one. You're not on rails like in Pokemon Snap. Uh, okay, all right. There's a difference. I like it. Yeah, so you get no, the. It's not like that at all. There are significant amounts of Pokemon in this game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shocking number of creatures. And you get, uh, you get to do things too. Oh, I forgot to mention. You get to swap out different lenses. Uh, so sometimes the bounty will say like, "Oh, you gotta take a photo with a fisheye lens." You know, things like that. Um, oh my god. And there's a DLC that includes uh, attachment to do like a Game Boy camera style lens. So you can take Game okay. Boy camera style photos. That's awesome. Yeah. Dope. So like just really, really shitty photos. Yeah, real <laughs> shitty low res. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to take a photo with only four shades of gray? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> you want to print it too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I ever. <laughs> and yeah, my understanding is you get graded on the photos and you get graded based on composition, but not on the editing. You have complete control over how you edit them. Um, so you, you get your bounties for taking the photos of the right thing with the right amount of stuff in it. But once you take that photo, you can, you know, adjust exposure all you want, adjust uh, all the other settings, tone mappings, etc. all you want. You know, that's up to you. It doesn't really affect the score. The main thing is just getting the actual stuff needed in the photo in the photo. Uh, and yeah, it looks, it looks pretty neat. Um, and yeah, the... The United Nations has deployed military soldiers and, like, giant mecha uh, surrounding New Zealand. 
and you get uh, and there's also uh, alien invaders that look like big jellyfish uh, and you do get penalized if you take photos of the jellyfish I'm sorry is this a part of the game or are you just reading like a live news feed right no. yeah Johnny this is bled into like you reading fucking Infowars <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some jellyfish aliens. The this United like Nations a... has walled off the entire country of New Zealand. I can't, this I can't is a super fun game. You're taking a bunch of pictures. Oh, by the way, Mecca are in New Zealand. Like, yeah. Wait, what? The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power is a false flag. There's actually a giant <laughs> Mecca invasion going on in New Zealand. There are only white hobbits. <laughs> and then, um, Why are um, we not talking about the hobbits who are gay frogs? So a, <laughs> a neat thing too about this game is it's made by a um, oh. I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm so sorry, but Maori, more, the New Zealand Abor Aborigines, Maori people. Um, yeah, the developer is is Maori, and and uh, apparently there's a lot of Maori culture in the game. I don't know enough about the culture to say what parts of it are from that, but I do know at the end, like the end of the game, I believe involves a lot of Maori things. Um, so right. that could be cool. All it makes the jellyfish me... get down on the rugby field and do the haka, and uh, <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure traditional face paint. Yeah, and then eventually one the, of the jellyfish directs the new Thor movie. Oh, and yeah, I think uh, it makes you want to learn more about it. Um, you know, I, I need to actually play the game. And then after playing the game, Google this game Maori and see like how it all you know is it Maori? You're, you're okay. You're getting into Maori territory. Okay, it's oh, Maori. just Maori. It's so definitely Maori and not Maori. That's Maori. a whole other corner of the yeah. internet. Okay, yeah. Those are like New Zealand cats, right? My fun, uh, my fun, like trying to find out. My first time learning about the Maori thing. Uh, there was some game that we had uh, back in elementary school. It was like an explore the world by sailing and trading, like ancient history, or like not ancient, but like sailing, age of exploration history game. And, you know, man, me and Dane Hutchins were kicking ass in that game, finding all the things on the checklist. And like as you sail, it uncovers more of the world. And uh, there's like a fucking like a task list. And it says the last thing a Maori mask. And like, we don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> like, <laughs> We had no idea where it was. <laughs> like, it never dawned on us that it could be in New Zealand at all. <laughs> like, we fucking did not finish that game because we did not check New Zealand. <laughs> it's like, oh, Maori, that's uh, that's that's a thing in New Zealand. Cool. Learned that in fifth grade and didn't follow up on it for quite some time. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a whole subreddit of maps missing New Zealand. Like, New Zealand is uh -huh. left out of a lot of things. Lucky them. I was going to say, it's it's... If I can get out my soapbox for a second, like it is, please. It is very tragic how much of world history ignores like the South Pacific exploration, like the indigenous peoples. Like it's a goddamn shame. Right? Yeah, it's there's a lot, a lot of shit down there to explore. It's all kind of sparse, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's fine that a lot of it's left off because it's like, yeah, let those people have their nice culture that nobody ruined. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, cool. I mean that's the point. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Took a while for white men to show up and ruin that culture. Great, glad to hear. It. <laughs> Took a while for the jellyfish men and the mecca to make their way to New Zealand. Good, fine. <laughs> uh, you guys just enjoy your fucking pristine islands. Um, it kind of yeah. makes sense that New Zealand would be like the last bastion of humanity because like nobody would want to send shit to New Zealand. Like, oh no, they're cool. Just leave them be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
I don't want to bother them with this, but there is an alien invasion taking place. But uh, yeah, okay. the white man. Oh, oh. <laughs> hot take. That is I mean, not a hot take at all. White people are the scourge of world history. Uh, the jellyfish reveal themselves to be merely white people. <laughs> all right, we admit it. Sorry, guys. We just we really wanted to be hip and. Can we have your Maori mask? <laughs> we are the evil alien jellyfish. We are also British. Right. <laughs> now, David, uh, it is funny, though, that you mentioned the Jet Set Radio feature song, because that is... Jet Set Radio is a clear influence on this game. Uh, okay, it's it, just very multifaceted. <laughs> as in as in the creator, like, mentioned it in his list of influences. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, in, in the DLC, uh, where you get the Game Boy camera, you also get rollerblades uh, and the ability nice. to spray paint things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, threw me for a loop there. It feels a little on the nose. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> I don't know. Um, game sounds pretty dope, though, Johnny. Yeah, you know, rollerblade like around a shitty future New Zealand with uh, aliens invading. I mean, like, I don't know got a lot going on but it sounds pretty cool <laughs> yeah and uh it came out on nintendo switch and you can use um the motion controls to like tilt the camera and you know things like that uh it looks mm. looks pretty good can looks you demonstrate that for the camera again just how you uh, how you use the motion controls to tilt the camera wow <laughs> okay like yes. that huh please visually demonstrate this for our podcast listeners why did i do that <laughs> twice well <laughs> We hey. still have a live show too. Like we have a live audience, and I find it comical that Johnny felt the need to mime tilting a camera <laughs> with a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Whoa, Johnny, you need to scale those movements back. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that for our live viewers. Yeah, you're spinning out Johnny, of control, man. Johnny, what are you man. doing? Relax. Gosh, that's not how you use a camera. Yeah, jeez. Stop biting it. Mm -hmm. No, Why don't use the force feedback like that. Spank the other. Step switch. What are you doing? <laughs> Game three.
All right, so um, trivia for this game. Umurangi Generation was... Oh, shit, wrong tab. Um, so this game features 20 units in total, um, each falling into different categories, such as mechanical, shielded, or bionic. Um, amongst those different mobile units include Mage, Frog, Bigfoot, and Turtle. So as y'all are writing out your answers, I do want to give a special thanks to uh, Damien Beckles, who gave us this request. This is our fan request. So, gentlemen, let's see those answers. <laughs> so Johnny says Red Steel 3, sadly incorrect. Um, John says he shares a bank account with his mother which I believe is a wrestling reference, sadly. Tell you everything you need to know about this fucking request. Um, Jesse has the correct answer. This is Gunbound. Gunbound. Any of you gentlemen played it? Very briefly. Nope. John, Johnny? Is this a game where your hands get glued or nailed into guns? And you're, uh, you're no, permanently you're bound to a, the guns? No, you're thinking of a very different interpretation of the New Testament. Um <laughs> This isn't the uh this isn't the thing at the party where you have to you have two guns taped to your hands and you have to finish drinking both of them before uh yeah. before the party's over. <laughs> no, you're thinking hands. of seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> Do you ever do the uh wizard staff oh, one? No. Where like you have to like Tape I'm sorry, Jesse. You're thinking of seven minutes in heaven. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 
Okay, so I love the idea of Seven Minutes in Heaven being that you get shoved in a closet with two forties taped your hands and you gotta drink in seven minutes. Seven oh minutes, eighty ounces of malt liquor. Too good. Okay, so apparently y'all didn't go to a dry campus. When you lived off campus, shit got very alcoholic very fast. Um. Anyway, this is Gunbound. <laughs> So, Gunbound is a free-to-play, multiplayer, turn-based game, um, and it's, from what I'm to understand, it's basically like worms, but with tanks. Pretty much. Anime right. tanks. So it's Scorched Earth? Yep. With sure. anime tanks. Yeah, so I was gonna good. say, Scorched Earth is like, is guns with tanks, or worms with tanks. Yeah. That's um, it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I wish I had a lot to say about this game, but sadly I don't. Um, it was like a Korean mobile game that eventually went worldwide. Um, everybody gets their own avatar. You can accumulate money to buy like decorative cosmetic stuff. So you can be like a pirate tank or like, I believe there's a ninja tank, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's basically just like a turn-based artillery game where you're just shooting volleys from tanks to try to, like, win. Now, it says here this game first came out in, like, 2002. Is this still up and running? Like, have, has this game been online for 20 years? No. Um, <laughs> the no, Northern... <laughs> well, it's, it's still running, I think, in, like, Japan, Korea, and, like, Brazil, but the North American versions were shut down back in 2009. Um, hmm. so it's still a worldwide game, kind of, just not in America, so therefore not worldwide because the world centers around America. But, um, hmm. it seems like a, a cute, charming <laughs> war game if such a thing can exist. Um, I really yeah, just this. Sorry, John. I said, yes, worms exist. Yeah. Um, but this is not worms. Uh, this is worms with tanks. Right, it's, but I'm saying it's a totally a, different thing. So it's scorched charming, earth. A cute, charming war game. You know, we like we know it exists. This is just a ripoff of another game that was already a ripoff of something. Like, yeah, I mean, this... I fail to think that South Korea would rip off anything from Japan. No, like, no, certainly well, not. And. I don't think Scorched yeah. Earth was made in Japan, though. Like, <laughs> this is like, I mean, this is definitely like the 12th Xerox. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like this because there's music and therefore we can feature it on the show. And it's basically an opportunity to kind of just reminisce on like Scorched Earth type games. But yeah, like, uh, you know, let's give no praise to the makers of this game. This is, uh, this is, you know, well-worn, well-tread ground here, guys. <laughs> like, it's so uh, I, not I very clever, this game. Wouldn't it just be a genre at this point? It kind of feels like it, right? Like, I mean... It's, it's like a turn-based, um, you know, strategy is, kind of thing, but... This is just another game in the genre of adorable warfare. Mm-hmm. And, that I too. mean, and just, like, fully accessible, like kind of deceptively simple gameplay types like you know an artillery shelling game where you're you know it, it's uh 
I don't want to say it's geometric because it's not. What, but you know, Johnny, help me out. What's the two D? What's the word where you're trying to assess a parabola essentially? <laughs> yeah, you're. you're oh, um, I don't know. You're doing like easy mode trig in your head. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's well, not geometric. It's functional. Exactly. Know? But it's like, you know, okay, yeah, I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna try and shoot this thing at this angle and see what happens. And you know. Uh, you know, maybe a power meter's involved, a uh, special type of explosion, and then uh, yeah, you just kind of take turns blowing each other up. It doesn't matter if you're tanks or worms or uh, MS DOS tanks from 1991. It's uh, you know, it, the game itself really. I doubt this game does anything innovative besides adding eyes to the tanks. <laughs> you know, John. I wish I could counteract your point, but I'll be honest, we got two requests this week, and it was either this or Call of Duty, and I really didn't want to talk about Call of Duty. Plus, this game had, like, really charming, fun music, so I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll play that one. More like Call of (laughs) Doo-Doo. That's why we listen to our Patreon absurd fans. Our patrons get request priority, and, you know, if you're paying money to this podcast, it probably means you have pretty good taste in uh, video game music, so... You know, Damien, great call. Uh, you know, nice tunes from a uh, from a game that it, I'm glad that they made a version of this game with tunes. Like, I, you know, I can't speak to whether or not any of the Worms games even had tunes. Scorched Earth was a DOS game. I know what sounds came out of that thing. <laughs> That's why it hasn't been featured on the show yet. I love that game. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't work for the show. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of, like, another game kind of like that. Where, like, you know, what are those like classic, like, I want to say, like, you know, kind of just two player only, but like, you know, okay, yeah. Pong? Me, like, me, Johnny, and David are in a room, and one of us has to keep getting up because the next one, like, it's their turn to play. Like, what are, what are those fucking classic PC games that are only made for two players? Like, you know, and you got to keep on, like, you know, feel like Wait. Scorch was one of my favorite examples of that. Uh, like, all right, you fucking lost, out of the way. <laughs> Mortal <laughs> Pong Bat is on that list. There you go. Bingo, baby. Classic. Classic. Oregon Trail. Yes. God, man. The the combat in Oregon Trail was fucking deceptively simple, but man, was it satisfying. God, Oregon Trail would have been so much better if one person could be the hunter and one person could be the bear. I was going to say, Johnny was always the bear. (laughs) We were always the fucking explorers. Oh, man. Or it could be more like a... um... Uh, what is that game where one person drives and the other person shoots and it'd be like uh halo one, two one, one one person is on the stagecoach and the other person is shooting um animals i guess actually that would be a awesome yeah if like if you did oregon trail but all of a sudden it was split screen and like one person was trying to avoid rocks and the other person was like fighting buffalo chasing after you mm-hmm. i'd play the shit out of that game Oh man! Especially if they just use like the like the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas engine, <laughs> like you know, you got big smoke in your covered wagon. <laughs> All you had to do was stay close to the buffalo, CJ. <laughs> has <laughs> Has anybody done an Oregon Trail mod for Grand Theft Auto? Because if not, why not? You get to the trading post. <laughs> you just start doing that crazy fast food order. <laughs> uh. Need some oxen, some wagon wheels, a couple of wagon tongues, you know, 2,000 pounds of food, extra dip. (laughs) This is, you know, man, 
speaking of, you know, so we talked about a game that's like well-tread ground. How about the untread ground of Oregon Trail Cross Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? I mean, uh, I would I would pay just to play Grand Theft Auto, except all the prostitutes are dressed like saloon girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying that's my kink. I'm just saying I would play that game. David, I, have you watched Westworld? <laughs> I'll put it on the list. Yeah, I think so, you must. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but not sorry to repeat the joke, but I would love to play Oregon Trail where when you die, your gravestone says, all you had to do was follow the damn trail, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> all you had to do was follow the Oregon Trail, CJ. <laughs> uh, yeah. Attempt to ford the river. No, we should pay the Indian to help us across. <laughs> all you had to do was pay the damn Indian, CJ. <laughs> Whatever you die from, it's all you had to do was blank. <laughs> all you had to do was ford the river. Yeah. All you had to do was not get cholera, CJ. <laughs> That's what you get yeah, for yeah. drinking river water. <laughs> Damn it, Smokey. Uh, told you we shouldn't have gone past Jimmy Rock, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's make this whole fucking game. So anyway, Gunbound. Hey, go with Oregon Trail. A logical thing to be talking about when the game is... Whew, uh, a ripoff of a ripoff of a ripoff of a classic artillery game. Mm. Um, yeah, Gunbound. It's a turn-based, free-to-play game with cute anime tanks, and it's got fun music. Thank you, Damien, for the request. All you had to do was aim the artillery at the other tanks, CJ. Game Jet four. <laughs>
All right, fellas. So this game features a single-player mode, a head-to-head battle mode, and two additional sets of downloadable content that cost 200 Wii points each. guys who's ready i'm very yeah. ready good let's have it then oh, 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 oh jesse's got the wii remote penis sadly incorrect david has got a contra guy shooting penises as bullets sadly incorrect and johnny is the most close with los santos trail uh starring big smoke sadly incorrect um you want to play the bad sound first or should i reveal it Now, guys, this is the classic shooting puzzle game, Bust a Move Plus for the WiiWare. Oh, oh WiiWare. Yeah. Bust a oh. Move. Plus. You remember, uh, you guys remember Bust a Move? Yeah, the thing they stuffed Bubble Bobble into. Mm hmm. <laughs> I remember Bust a Move every time I hit the club each week. I'm gonna let you just kind of soak in that one, David. That's uh, that's really something there. 
I can't David always, I'm white. David always going up clubbing to bust a move by young MC. That's uh, shows you how old he is or how old he thinks he is. I, um, I'm concerned about how David's version of going to the club is bust a move. David's version of Seven Minutes in Heaven is chugging two forties. <laughs> Like, David maybe didn't experience life the same as the rest of us. <laughs> Johnny, how can I emphasize this? I am an introvert who is also a raging alcoholic. Okay, so real talk. And he likes to dance. I want to know, and it's it's not a shame thing. I'm just asking. <laughs> Have you ever been to what one might call a nightclub or a dance club? No, not okay. ever. Cool, just check it. I'm just, <laughs> just asking. So, it's... Uh, that's not everybody's scene. It wasn't really my scene. No, I, I mostly went chasing, uh, chasing I think, somebody. I think the closest I've ever gotten to is a bar with karaoke. I mean, that's not in any way a nightclub slash dance club. It's uh, right. It was yeah. something that was open at night that featured music. Right. David, not I, even close to a club. <laughs> isn't there a bunch of fans coming to Chicago soon? Like... We need to get yes, David and I am out. Not taking them to a club. No, they're taking you to a club. <laughs> yeah, right? We're calling all our fans that are going on the Chicago visit. Take David to a club, please. <laughs> you don't have to stay the whole night. Just, just show up. Realize it's terrible and leave. That's fine. Alternatively, <laughs> please do not. Okay, but wink, wink, wink. Um, fans no. definitely kidnap David and take him to a nightclub. Um, so anyway. Whatever Bust the move. opposite of a wink is, that three times. Yeah. Uh, Bust a Move, a uh, song that seldom is played at nightclubs. Bust a Move, the game, a game that never comes up at nightclubs. However, a very fun game. It, it never comes up at nightclubs mainly because it's only in, like, pizza parlors? Right. Man, it's really funny you say that because that is one of the earliest memories I have of playing an arcade version of Bust a Move at a pizza parlor on St. George Island, Florida, just being like, what is this delightful thing? Like, I'm not fully processing what Bubble Bobble is and its relationship to this, but I like those cute dinosaurs and I like these bubbles and, you know, the the shooting of the things. This is worth one quarter and I will ask my dad for a second and be rejected. But yeah, what a game. Um, It's funny that you bring up St. George Island because my first memories of Bust a Move were as an arcade machine at the Pizza Hut on 312 in St. Augustine. Because for a hot minute, they had a Bust a Move machine. And I definitely played that waiting for pizza to be finished when we were picking it up. It's an excellent, excellent pizza parlor arcade game. But... For those that didn't feel like playing in a pizza parlor, they put it out on WiiWare in 2009. It was busted. <laughs> so you can play it at home. And I know what you're thinking. WiiWare bust a move. How do you control it? You tilt the Wii remote left and right to uh, control the trajectory of the little thing. You're wrong. <laughs> you hold the Wii remote sideways like an NES controller and control it with the directional pad. Ah, oh, just kiss. Oh, yeah. That seems like a missed opportunity, but also not considering how well the Wii's motion controls went. I'm just saying they, I don't, uh, I don't know exactly when this came out in relation to that somewhat notorious uh, upgrade to the Wii's motion controls, you know, Wii Remote Plus, but uh, they called this Bust a Move Plus. 
and it existed on Wii and did not use the motion controls. <laughs> so it was a bit of a misnomer, but it's still really fun because I love Buster Move. <laughs> like it's, uh, I, you know, I don't know, man. Um, Jesse, Johnny, you guys, uh, you guys play Buster Move a bit? No, I never a little play bit. Buster Move. Whoa, pretty fun. Johnny never played Buster Move. I played some open source ripoff of Buster Move, you know, sure on like you Linux. Play, you played motherfucking Snood, didn't you? No, <laughs> I I played like Penguin Move or whatever. It's like Buster Move but with penguins because it's Linux, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. I played Busta Groove. Different game. I played I played Busta Nut like every day. Didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't going that way at all. I just really wanted to know what your mileage was on fucking Busta Move, like, because uh, yeah, it's just it's got so many things that I find charming. One, <laughs> the little dragons from Bubble Bubble. Two, a bunch of colorful balls. Three, matching three things to make things disappear. Uh, four. It's got a, a geometric-based, uh, like, cannon that is the crux of all the puzzles. You bounce things off the wall and make them do fun, uh, fun, you know, like, trajectories. Um, so it's like Scorched Earth. It, it, this is exactly like Scorched Earth, <laughs> except you're not playing against someone directly. You put, There's a head-to-head mode in which you're both trying to solve puzzles and, like, throw junk at each other. What if you just can't but, see them? Yeah, then, you know, Scorched Earth is a little bit different because you're trying to blow up each other's tanks as opposed to solve a puzzle faster than the other person. It's uh, it's just like Scorched Earth, except there are dragons and bubbles and a pizza parlor. Right. I love that show. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad Ryan Reynolds was able to survive that show. Um, it's the show that launched Ryan Reynolds' career. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I really don't have to explain Bust Move to anybody but Johnny, but, you know, the, the games are fun. The, uh, I'm trying to think if, I don't know that any of the, like, power-ups or, like, special balls were exclusive to this version, or if they had shown up in other things. I, I definitely played a lot of the, uh, Super Bust Move on PlayStation 2. I almost used that one instead, but I played this one more recently, and I felt like using it. Um... Like, uh, so there's like a, a ball with a star in it where if you hit it, whatever ball you contact it with, it destroys all those same colors. So that's a really easy way to solve the puzzle. If you can you know, get that to be like, you know, the ball at the top of the thing, everything below it disappears. Uh, there's another thing. It's like a rainbow ball where if you clear it, it then changes colors into the thing that you cleared it with. So that's kind of like a, like a trick thing. It's a pain in the ass that just extends the length of the puzzles. Uh, there's a fireball that blows up just a few things around it. I mean, it's it's bust a move. It's uh, shooting balls at geometric angles and uh, just having fun and listen to these nice tunes, nice mellow music. Um, and I, I thought I would get a little pushback on this pick. Honestly, I wasn't trying to troll anybody with the pick, but like, it's a puzzle game in which you bounce the balls off the walls and you know. I thought maybe some of you like, oh, you don't shoot things in that, but like the game describes itself as using a cannon to shoot the, uh, you know, the balls in the game. So, you know, I'm prepared to defend that this is indeed a shooter game, despite being a head-to-head puzzle game. Um, John, there is no defense necessary. You are absolutely shooting balls. Yes, good. Thank you. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure, that, like, you know, like 
the cannon in the Buster Move games doesn't have like a puff of smoke, you know, and you're not killing anybody. So, you know, you're busting moves and you're popping bubbles. I wanted to make sure that was meeting the requirements of shooting something. Um, there's no John. real animation to the cannon, you know, like it doesn't show Bub and Bob pull the little thing or light the fuse on the cannon. The balls just come out of the thing and they're loaded. I mean, it, it's a, it's not the most shooty of games, but like, yeah, you're 100%. If, if, you would, if you're looking for a game over, we can give oh. it to you. But I will, I will gladly say shooting balls as much as you would like for this episode. Just to prove my point, I'll say it again: shooting balls. Now, David, you know you're a you're somewhat of a, a you know Taito boy, uh, a buster mover, as it were. What's the deal with the fact that these dragons puke up these balls and you shoot them at things? Like, it, you know, are, are Bob and Bob just completely superfluous to this? Could it just be a colorful ball shooting game, or is there something important to the fact that these dragons? barf these balls into this cannon before you shoot them. John, are you asking how this how Bob and Bob, Bob fit into the Bust Move cannon? Certainly I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not asking about Bust Move cannon cannon, Johnny. I'm, I'm merely John, asking the importance John, of Dragon Barf <laughs> into the Johnny, series. Johnny, play the Mario 2 sound for yourself. Really want God, he couldn't help himself. <laughs> so anyway, is there anything important about the fact that the dragons barf these balls into the cannon, or are Bob and Bob just really that superfluous to this whole series? I feel like it's a cute puzzle game, and Taito said we need a character, and the Space Invaders really aren't characters, so let's add Bob and Bob, and they can shoot balls. Makes because sense. I want to say shoot balls one more time. Right. Did you ever play? Was there an alternate version of this where you were like a guy moving around down below it and shooting a like vertical like arrow or like hook shot at something to pop balls? Is that something I'm making up? You're thinking of Donkey Kong 3 where you play as Stanley the Bugman. See, you're thinking that, and that's exactly the reference I was going to make, but I feel like there was a like an alternate. Maybe it's you know some kind of but maybe that's Bust a Groove or something. But I feel like there's an alternate version of this where the, somehow the puzzles hinge on you being a guy popping the bubbles from below using a uh, using some kind of elaborate weapon. I'll have to look into that because you, know, you know just kind of came flooding back to me. I feel like it was like a you know it wasn't like necessarily a multi cab thing at the pizza parlor I was at, but it's like you could choose the mode. You choose Bust a Move or so and so popping the bubbles with his thing mode. I think we'll have to do more research, and as Absurd King, I'll set the um, Game That Tune record keepers to look at this up, but as far as I'm aware, it's just dragons shooting balls. It's good. Yeah. We uh, we support all the balls shooting in the world. You know, shoot our balls so much, you might as well call us Plaxico Burst. Um, oh! Yeah. Wait, no, That's he shot classic. himself in the leg. Oh, that was a bad fucking NFL joke. I, he I didn't shoot himself. Balls. It was it was close. It was close. I was trying yeah. to think of which NFL player got shot in the ball. I enjoyed that. That was good. It was a that's a reference for people of a certain age and of a certain fandom. Um, so yeah, uh, God, with that reference, I really kind of put one in my balls. So Flaxico is well, a good name too. It's a great name. Uh, so Johnny, we're gonna change your first name to Plaxico. <laughs> All right. So cool. Plaxico. 
Uh, take us to the next guy. I can't say that was straight face. Johnny, let's go to game five. <laughs> Who's Johnny? Yeah. Oh, I'm, no. He's, I'm he's Plaxico bro. now. Johnny no more. He's Johnny Plaxico. shooting balls. <laughs> game five.
So this game features uh, multiple unique weapons, including a spread gun, lasers, detonating footballs, and electric music. Gentlemen, who has your answers ready? There you go. So ready. <laughs> All right. So uh, John Regan says Jet Set Radio present. Sadly, incorrect. Jesse says Splatoon 3. Sadly, not out yet. And John Harrington says, go fuck yourself. That's as close as we have to a correct answer, but sadly incorrect. This is spider sores. Like, sorry, what? Wait, like S-O-R-E-S, like spiders with open gaping wounds? No, spider sores like S-A-U-R-S, as in a combination of arachnids and dinosaurs. Oh, okay. It was also worth it to reveal the answer to watch everybody go, What? You know, because when you say out loud spider sores, it sounds like something you get when you don't keep up a house properly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, yeah, exactly. I sleep in a bed with too many spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Spiders. <laughs> that's a problem, man. Oh, God, I keep waking up with all these spider sores. Oh. <laughs> I remember to turn Grandma over. She's getting uh, some spiders. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's what happened when Peter Parker is old and bedridden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. <laughs> no, this is things. <laughs> this is Spider Swords. Uh, this is a 2D run and gun. <laughs> I'm gonna, am I gonna have to repeat this name so we can get a take without laughter? Or yeah, what? that's the thing. There, there will be no takes that we don't laugh at because it's a very silly sounding name. <laughs> so, like, well, it's it's a very silly game, but also an awesome game. Um, so this is a 2D run and gun game developed by WayForward. Um, it was originally published for, I believe, Apple Arcade, and then eventually got like a Switch port. Um, and I believe a port to Xbox and PlayStation um, and Steam, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it's basically Contra, but um, the plot of the game is like Jurassic Park. But instead of bringing dinosaurs back, they decide to combine them with various arthropod and insects. Um, and then there's a mistake that happens. Go figure. And all of these hybrid dinosaur insect monsters start attacking everything. So you have to go shoot the hell out of them. Um, there's two main characters. There is a male character that is a professional athlete uh, who has a gun that shoots like baseballs and footballs. And then there is a female character who is a professional rock musician whose weapon is like a guitar that she strums and shoots like music notes at. Um, so it's a it's a very silly game. And in a lot of ways, this game kind of just boils down what I love about WayForward and that they have a way of making games that appeal directly to me. Like, <laughs> hey, do you like River City Ransom? Well, here's River City Ransom, but we're going to amp up the pixel graphics we're gonna add badass vocal soundtrack and you're gonna be a bunch of high school girls beating the shit out of things like hey do you like contra well here's contra but it's gonna look like a saturday morning cartoon and instead of aliens you're fighting dinosaur insect hybrid monsters like i'm fucking here for it yeah i'm a contra with just a couple more boobs and also just an insane amount of absurd shit going on. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay. cool. <laughs> and apparently a strange skin disorder. Yes, not to mention, yeah, that uh, that skin disease. Um, yeah, uh, David, I find it troubling, however, that this game is almost impossible to Google. Um, like, you can search for it and not find really any information. Like, there's no Wikipedia article for it. Uh, they, you know. You can find, like, the Switch description page. You can find the Steam page. Did this game not work out for them or something? I feel like this game should be, like... I don't know. Like I, f I feel like WayForward has a better rep than this. I feel like people should, I don't know, kind of know and love this game. And I feel like it doesn't have... At least based on the SEO of trying to search for it just now, doesn't seem to exist. Well, I feel like the problem is you're basing this on... 15 seconds of Google searches like the game I can assure you did come out okay. and it is really fun because and a lot of people might say like is is it good like everything's like but WayForward did develop Contra 4 for the DS so like they know they're running guns like they put some effort into this game it's a really fun game 
yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just saying all my usual haunts for learning things and like looking up trivia and shit for this show. Uh, they, they don't have a whole lot of spider sword stuff. Like TV tropes only has five tropes associated with this game. That feels like, you know, either this game is completely unique and doesn't rely on any tropes or this game simply doesn't exist. You know, and I do want to give a special shout out to our uh, Discord chat. Um, thanks to Kerrigan, who pointed out this game was released in July, at least for like Switch, PlayStation, Steam, etc. So maybe stuff just hasn't been categorized by the internet, but the game definitely existed and it's definitely awesome. Um, I feel like you're taking it somewhat literally when I say the game doesn't exist. I, I just mean that for the purposes of me trying to find out something to say about this game right now, it's difficult to do. I, I'm not... It like, exists, damn it! Are you yeah, trying to say that this game, game is a liberal exists. hoax? I'm saying this game exists as a footnote on WayForward's own Wikipedia page, and it you know, makes it uh, slightly complicated for me to figure out what the fucking game is. I mean, it's not... I understand where you're coming from, but it's also not difficult to like discuss what this game is, because this game is Contra but silly with dinosaur insects. That's really all there is to it. Like, now, hold on, David. So it's Are based they... on a historical event? Right. Oh, it is, also... yes. This is based on the second battle of Bull Run. When? Well, no, that was that Contra deal. Yeah, the, uh, the hostage <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> the Iran-Contra deal when yeah. the Tyrannosaurus spider came out of the desert. Yeah. The whole whole of it. I mean, it was very complicated. The the Spider Contra ordeal. Yeah, they made that whole fucking movie about it. (laughs) Um, no, David, I, I, uh, I'm also quickly questioning. It's spider sores. Spider being the key thing there. They're not insects, are they? They're arachnids. So some of them are spiders, and some of them, some of them are arthropods, and some of them are insects. So there, there is literally a, there is literally a boss that's called the Roach, which I believe is like a Velociraptor combined with a Roach. Um, again, I would have called it the Cockraptor. <laughs> you know, come on. They, they focus tested Episode that. Title. And, uh, they focus tested that, and unfortunately, some people had some negative reactions to <laughs> cock raptor. Unfortunately, it did That's too well. <laughs> you know, nobody's making them play the game. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> <turn> it off. <laughs> unfortunately, cock raptor broke the like button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. it turned the knob so far to the green side that it just it sheared the knob clean off. <laughs> Johnny. Cockraptor.com, go. Yep. Oh. I think you got to find out if we can get it. Or cock.raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Raptor.cock. Unfortunately, they tried, but then they were approached by the lawyer for a, an adult actor named Manuel Cockraptor. Yeah. All right, it, so was well. just, it was just taken. It's Guys, cockraptor.com is available. Oh my gosh. It's on sale for $10 for the first year. What? Patrons, new tier, $10, and you can own cockraptor.com. Get your own own website. I'm sorry, there's a coupon code I can get for $7 for the first year. 
Okay, fuck the patrons. <laughs> I will pay $7 per year for I cockraptor.com. <laughs> you guys was a cockraptor.com email addresses? I can yes, make that happen. Of course. I feel like we have to. Yeah, Johnny, I, I have never wanted anything more in my life. Mm, I'm going to sign up for so many car insurance offers with this. <laughs> Shirt ideas. <laughs> Man. So, um, but yeah, so anyway, this game doesn't feature the Cockcrafter. That's now a game that tune exclusive. Um, let's think of some other combinations of uh, insects and arachnids and dinosaurs that sound silly. Uh, Scorpidactyl. That's pretty funny. It's really good, man. Plessia uh, pillar. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, praying man triceratops. Uh, oh. Hmm, no, no, no. I can do better than that. I can do better. Triceramantis? Yes. Um, hmm. David, I feel like you should be chiming in here, man. You're like Mr. Dinosaurs. I was responding people in the Discord chat. Well, don't do uh, that. We're fucking recording a show, man. Either come up with a portmanteau of something silly or let's go to the calculator computer. I mean, I just want to say that this game is... It's just fun. It's silly. It's basically like, like I said, it's another Contra game. It's a spiritual successor to Contra, but a literal, literal, <clears throat> a little on the more fanciful side. And also, if I had to um, create a like portmanteau character, it would be like Brontosaurus. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I'm for it. Um, now, last thing: is any game that's a side-scrolling I guess a directional shooter, a spiritual successor to Contra, even though this game has almost like no resemblance to Contra, like you're shooting out sports balls and music notes. Like, well, see, the thing is, like, visually, it's much more like distance from Contra, but mechanically, it plays very similar to Contra. Because again, it was developed by the team that made Contra 4 like you get different abilities as you play through them one of them is like a double jump one of them is like a spread shot like it's basically another contra game but much more on the silly end i like it you ever think somebody makes a like a run and gun shooter game and then they realize it's kind of like contra and like oh, wait fuck contra i hate contra or like does everybody owe a debt to contra when they make these games I don't know that anybody says fuck Contra, I hate Contra, because I don't know that anybody hates Contra. A lot of people hate Contra, David. It's very hard. It's like notoriously not uh, the most uh, welcoming game. Well, I feel like people who hate Contra because it's hard don't hate Contra. They hate the difficulty curve. Like, if you made Contra but easy, I bet people would eat it up. But would it really be Contra at that point, David? I don't know. Maybe instead of fighting aliens, you're fighting dinosaur insect spider hybrids. By shooting a gun full of sports at them. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we'll have to play this uh, insane ass game and find out. Um, it's, uh, man, I'm going to put it on the list. Sounds, uh, sounds, I, I don't want to say good, but it sounds like it's something. Uh, Johnny, give me an adjective that maybe describes this game. Mm, Cockcraftery. 
There you have it. Thanks, buddy. I, I knew you were good for something. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space! Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Yeah, all right, man. Congratulations, Jesse. Great game. Yep. Really glad to see you get the win, man. Uh, you know, Jesse, uh, he's just a, he's a sweetheart. And, you know, more uh, I'm more concerned for his health these days than uh, seeing him back in the ring. But, uh, you know, really glad to see you get in there and get that, get that win. So, uh, congrats, Jesse. Great game. Uh, you now get to pick the theme for our uh, next episode of the show. So I'm wondering if you got something fantastic in mind. Uh, how about games that suck? And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that like, um, like that's like blinks the cat. How he has got like a vacuum, the time sweeper, or like uh, fucking Luigi has the suckomatic and shit. Or like if your game has like a black hole or some kind of singularity that sucks stuff in, any kind of like if there's like a fucking whirlpool that's sucking stuff in, if there's sucking, you can pick the game. Okay. Oh yeah, Kirby. Fucking, he's a big sucker. That's a uh, yeah. Uh, wow, man. Um, what a theme. I, I'm really uh. So are you closed off to games that like proverbially suck? You actually do just want games with sucking mechanics? Yes. Okay. You know, so you know, we're not talking bad games. There could be a bad game with a sucking mechanic, but uh, you know, next next week we want games uh, games that suck. These mm. uh, these games do be sucking. It's uh, yeah. Wow, Jesse, I love it. Um, you know, just, that's a. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. Kind of thinking on that theme. You know, characters sucking games that you know with like. I'm guessing quicksand or like whirlpool. Yeah. All yeah. valid. You know, does a tornado suck? It draws things in and kind of it slings can. them. Would you call it a suck? Yeah, if you can, if you can defend it, defend them to suck. If you can justify that suck. Yeah. What about? It's <laughs> what about? Oh, glory hole always justify like, suck. Even suction cups. If there's a game with like suction cups, maybe one of those Garfields. It's like on like your car. That's cool. What about games with glory holes? Yeah, there you go. That's sucking. <laughs> well, John, you I'll find a game with glory holes. <laughs> I have seen it. The, the internet. <laughs> it's, it's the internet. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> you just told Johnny to find a glory hole game. Like, look who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. You flew too close to the like, sun, David. You just have 500 shareware gluck gluck simulators <laughs> ready to roll for next week's episode. <laughs> oh, God. episode title. No, we already used gluck gluck simulator as an episode title. Oh. <laughs> it was a callback, Joe. <laughs> revenge. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, well, anyway, yeah. So um, next week, the show's going to suck. Plain and simple. Uh, and uh, man, this week, what show it was. Guys, thank you so much for uh, being here with us. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form. Our podcasts come out at uh, GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. 
we super appreciate you guys checking us out there uh rating reviewing subscribing doing whatever it takes to listen to game that tune uh we super appreciate you guys thank you to everybody checking out patreon patreon.com slash game that tune is the home for awesome exclusives we've got mixtapes we've got new episodes of game that tune gems coming uh we've got uh all kinds of other fun stuff we got movie commentaries we got covered up we got you know just uh any old yep. thing that you know uh, Com- coming soon uh patrons get a cockraptor.com email address that's right you, everybody gets a cockraptor cockraptor.com email address um and you know most importantly obviously you help us keep the lights on at the 24 7 video game music stream at radio.gamethatune.com um and the new so- game pass here there also is the new Game Pass Sugar Daddy tier that no one has utilized yet. I know that, you know, it's asking a bit much and it's a bit gauche to do something specific to Jesse. But it's uh, not it, gauche at all. You could be the first for this tier. Yeah. And you get a personalized shout out from Jesse every single month that you're subscribed to that tier. So, uh, you know, for some of our patrons, it would be a mere dollar upgrade. For other patrons, maybe a little bit more. But, uh, you know, let me uh, let me shout out some people that should be at the uh, Jesse Sugar Daddy tier. Talk about our Patreon Absurd fans. I'm talking about Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, Akadar, and The Kerrigan. A fantastic group of patrons, many of whom could pledge an additional dollar and get a specialized shout out from Jesse because you pay for his game pass. Uh, <laughs> So uh, check out patreon.com slash game that tune. We love you guys. Uh, thank you to our requester tonight. David, shout out that requester. Uh, the requester came to us through our Discord uh, from Damien Beckles. Patreon absurd fan Damien Beckles utilizing that Discord. You can also use gamethattune.club, our social media server, or you can hit us up gamethattune at gmail.com. We always love getting requests from you guys. And uh, that is pretty much going to do it. So, Jesse, you are taking us home with the bonus tunes. So, So, uh, what do you got tonight? Unfortunately, it's not video game related, but I was doing a lot of thinking of uh, about your uncle that passed away recently. He was a clown. And, um, you know, I wanted to respect, you know, clowns everywhere. And I found a very clowny song. it's uh, you may recognize the name Crispin Glover, uh, famed actor. Um, he wrote a song called "Clowny Clown Clown," and uh, I brought that to us this evening. So um, enjoy. I'm arching an eyebrow at the mere utterance of Crispin Glover singing a song about clowns, but I do appreciate you giving a shout out. Uh, you know, shout out to my uncle Robin. Uh, love you very much. Rest in peace. And uh, Jesse, thanks for those tunes. Peace out, everybody. I was walking on the ground. I didn't make a sound. Then I turned around and I saw a clown. Had a frown. Stood on a mound. Started barking like a hound. When I came to it, I found he showed me something that was brown. So we became great friends. And late in life, he got sick.
I gave him some soup, but he got worse. It asked for its purse. It got it, but it was empty, so it cried a plenty. I wondered what to do. I didn't know what to think, so I got a drink. And then I showed it something that was round. Then it died, smiled, fell on the ground. About those days with the clown, I get teary-eyed and and really snide. I think that deep down I hated that clown, but not as much as Mr. Far. I'm gonna go smoke a cigar. That really might take the cake for like most esoteric fucking bonus tune we've ever featured on the show. That is really that's why I'm here, baby. Really something. Jesus Christ. Rising Zan Samurai Gunman is copyright 1999. UEP Systems. Umarangi Generation is copyright 2020. Origami Digital. Gunbound is copyright 2003. Softnix Limited and EG Games LLC. Bust Move Plus is copyright 2009. Square Enix. Spider Soars is copyright 2019. Way Forward Technologies. Listen, guys. Why have you here? Who wants a cockrafter.com email address and where should it forward to? <laughs> I mean, John, I said it during the show. Yes, please. I would like one. All right, David mm. at cockrafter.com. I'll have a good. Preferably David and Miss Rocket at cockrafter.com. Okay, I can do that. Uh, Miss Rocket at cockrafter.com goes I, to. I, I love these after-hour segments of our show where I talk and my wife just stares at me. Get her a cockraptor.com email address for her trip to England. <laughs> yes. Listen, baby, I can't make it, but I want you to email me at david at cockraptor.com. <laughs> 